Welcome back to the Woeful FC podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Berezi. Sorry for disappearing for like two weeks, but I'm back. So get ready. Let's play this intro music and let's get right into it. been a busy two weeks life is crazy uni stuff is wild i've been all over the place and i didn't know i didn't have the time or i didn't know what to put in a podcast but there's a lot of news a lot has been going on in football football is back in germany at least is coming back in other countries sadly women's it's really not except for in germany but let's go back a bit last time we talked barcelona were pro pro I can't even speak. Barcelona were proclaimed league champions. Very happy. May 17th, last Sunday, or last last Sunday, I don't even know, would have been the last league game at home. I had tickets for it. It was against Atletico Bilbao. I was hoping to see them lift the trophy there because I was for sure that they were going to win. I just received an email today that said that we were going to get our money back. And I'm just like, keep my money. I just want to watch them lift the trophy. So who knows when that'll happen, but hopefully I'll get to be there. Keep your eye out for when that'll happen because it'll be important. But since then, a lot of info has come out and just some stats on Barcelona's 2019-2020 season. Barcelona completed the most passes in the league with 8,620. They completed the most decisive passes in the league with 203. And who, of course, made the most decisive passes in the league with 63? Miss Alexia Putellas, of course, because who else would it be? Also, Miss Sandra Paños, the goalkeeper with the least amount of goals conceded in the league once again. She's done this in 2016, 2018, 2019, and 2020. Three years in a row, four years overall. She conceded 0.26 goals per game. Always on my team. Always on my team. One of the best, if not the best, in the league. And one of the best in the world. Also, the news we are waiting for. Marta Terejón's contract has been renewed until 2020. Thank God. After the season, I mean, her season got cut short. Because she could have been up like... Her goals, her play. She could have been up top five of top scorers in the league. She was on the top ten. I think. I'm pretty sure she was. She's having such a good season. I mean, it's so sad that it got cut short. Hopefully, we'll see what happens to the Champions League because she deserves a good ending. She's played 261 games with the Blagrana team. 37 goals. She's a defender, by the way. And she said that she's very happy to continue at the club and hopes to continue enjoying herself and gaining more experiences and having more success. I hope so too. I don't want her to ever leave. Why would she leave? Where would she go? Who would appreciate her like we do? Also, I wouldn't want her playing against us. 
She's best. But that's not all because they also renewed Andrea Pereira. Andrea Pereira. Let you I want you to hear it. Until 2023. Yes, that is fantastic. Three more years. Hopefully even more than three more years. She also got her contract renewed. She also had an incredible season this year. And I'm glad that that's not ending because I was kind of worried there was rumors about Real Madrid, but there's always rumors about Real Madrid wanting to buy somebody. But she said, I'm staying at Barcelona. And for that, I applaud her and I really, 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 really am grateful that she's staying because she's having a great season. She's doing really well. And she's a great player. And so on to more stats. They Barcelona actually put out Something that I've been looking for for a while and could never find. The top, overall, all-time top score list for Barcelona. Which is something I've been looking for. Because somebody once said that Jenny Ferremosa was the all-time top score for Barcelona. But I was like, I don't think that's true. And it's not. Because the top three... Well, I mean, Jenny Ferremosa is number two. She's coming in close. But the top three... Three are Sonia Bermudez, who just retired. Also, she liked one of my tweets. Also, Oshawala liked one of my tweets. And Melanie Serrano and Gera Hamrawi and Leila a while ago. But, like, still, let me fangirl for a moment. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to them. They're not listening to this for sure. But, like, if they were, I love you guys. Okay, anyway. Top three, Sonia Bermudez, who just retired with 123 goals. A legend. Jennifer Hermoso in second with 119. And Alexia Putellas with 117. She's a midfielder. And there have been so many times where she just kicks a goal and it goes nowhere. And she somehow manages to score 117 goals. I just, I love her. I love her and I hope she never leaves Barcelona. The all-time top list. I'm sorry. The top 10. I'll lay it out for you. Number 1. Sonia Bermudez. Number 2. Jennifer Hermoso. Number 3. Alexia Putellas. Number 4. Olga Garcia, who just announced that she's leaving Atletico Madrid. We'll see where she goes. Hopefully she doesn't go to Real Madrid. Because that would be annoying. Number number 5. Vicky Lozada. Number 6. Mariona. Number 7. Marta Corredera. Number eight, Barbara La Torre. Number nine, Marta Torrejon. Who else would it be? And number ten, Asisat Oshawala. Which, Asisat Oshawala has only been on the team for like a year and a half. Are you, and she's already top ten. That's crazy. And Marta Torrejon, like I just, <laughs> what the heck. More stats. We have to talk about Jenny Federmoso, Graham Hansen, and Asisat Oshawala, who have contributed more goals combined than any other attacking trio in Europe until now. The total goal contribution stands at 70 goals from 400 and I'm sorry, from 4,332 minutes combined. This comes from our boy Shadow Rock on Twitter. Thank you for this information. Love these stats. But like 70 goals. That's a lot. I love our... What's their name? JCA? 
We can call him Jack. J G H H H O. We can call them J Hag. <laughs> Hack. Somebody needs to come up with a good acronym for these three because they deserve the best. Because everybody used to talk about MSN, Messi, Neymar, Suarez. I said that in the wrong order. You get what I'm talking about. These three, we've been talking about it since they got here. All together, Jennifer Hermoso, Asisa Roshawala, and Carolina Graham Hansen, all on one team. We forgot how amazing and how blessed we are. That's crazy. I haven't seen them play in so long, I forgot how amazing they are. I am so happy they're on my team. Why can't football come back? Because I miss them. Also, more news. The Ciudad Esportiva Training Center will be available for individual training for the women's team. I want them all to be doing individual training. Everybody get back here. I saw Jenny, she posted a photo a while ago in her training kit. I'm like, yes, because she was in Madrid. And I'm like, okay, she back. Because players are waiting to see what will happen with the Champions League. And they can work voluntarily for the next few weeks. Another reason for why I waited to post a podcast because I thought on May 25th they would announce what would happen with the Champions League. They never did, but then all of a sudden, Javier Villajuana, the new director of the club who replaced Maria Tachido, announced that the Champions League had agreed to finish the competition and that there were two dates pending either the last week of August. Or the first week of September. And I was like, where the hell is UEFA announcing this? I guess they're waiting until it's an official confirmation and they have the date. But I'm like, I'd like to know. Give me some updates, damn it. It's the only chance we have on women's football besides in Germany. And it's, you know, the Champions League. So, right. So, it will be finished either last week of August or the last week or the last week of August or the first week of September. Make sure that's correct. Last week of August, first week of September. Both are pretty late. Um, hello? Really weird. Last week of August, super late. First week of September, super late. Vacation? When will that happen? I guess vacation is happening now, but they're training. Preseason for next season? Will it be delayed? Will it just kind of Champions League and then the league starts? It's it's weird, I guess, because they haven't played for two months now. It's kind of been a vacation, so let's just start the next season. I don't know. All I know is that next season is going to be messed up. But let's go over the Champions League. So apparently it'll be single matches. So we had the quarterfinals and the semifinals, which would both be dual matches. Barcelona was facing against Atletico Madrid. The first match was going to be away in Madrid. My thing is, if they do single matches, how do they decide where to play? Will they be played in neutral grounds? Because if it's only one match and Barcelona, say, has to play against Real uh, Atletico Madrid away, that gives them a disadvantage. I mean, I'm totally biased. I want them to play in the Johan Cruyff Stadium. But 
I don't know how to decide that. Single matches, I guess. With single matches, it makes it go by faster. So they can finish it. Especially if they're going to do it so late, they have to finish it sooner. So, that kind of, it complicates it. It makes the whole situation different. And an already extraordinary situation. So, I don't know how they're going to figure that out. Say Barcelona beats Letico Madrid in this one match, they would face Wolfsburg, I'm assuming. Sorry to everybody else, but I'm assuming it's Wolfsburg in the semifinals in a one game. In one game situation. And then the final, obviously, one game. That kind of stresses me out. I hadn't really thought about it until now. (laughs) I've been so distracted with other things. I can't even be stressed about football right now. Yikes. That's intense. Also, I know that for the men's Champions League, which was in, which is going, the final will be in Turkey. They are thinking about changing the location because of the situation in Turkey with the virus. So I don't know if for the women's, which is in, going to be in Vienna, if they will change it. I think Vienna is okay now. I'm not quite sure. I'm not up to date with the Vienna news. But I haven't heard anything about them changing the location. But you never know what will happen. So I'm just happy that we got some amount of news about the league. Let's take an overview look at the leagues in Europe. In the Bundesliga, it restarted last weekend on May 29th. The French League has been cancelled with a champion was decided recently, and there were also teams relegated. The Primera Iberola was cancelled. Barcelona were crowned champions, and there were no relegations. The league next season will have 18 teams, and then more teams will be relegated. The league in England has been cancelled, which was recently announced. It was officially ended because they just weren't able to provide money for the test for each club. The logistics, where they would train and how to do it safely, was making everything very complicated. Currently, Manchester City were top with 40 points, although Chelsea was very close behind them and only had, and had one game left. And Arsenal was very close behind with 36 points. It was a very tight race, which could have gone any way between the three. And if it's going to end, how I'm assuming it would end, as they did in France and in Spain, where, you know, whoever's first right now is the winner, then I guess Manchester City will take it. They They haven't confirmed who is the winner, relegations, or anything like that. Some players made the opinion known. Um, Mag- Magdalena Eriksson, the captain of Chelsea, commented on, or she posted on Twitter and Facebook. I b- Facebook? Who uses Facebook? Facebook and Instagram about the game. And she just said that it has made her reflect on the core values on this matter. And that some could see it as a blow to the women's game. While men, why are men finishing the league? At every cost, and not the woman. Ideally, we all want a situation 
that felt right from a safety perspective, of course, but also morally and financially. And she said that I strongly, she strongly believes that this won't have effect, a long-term effect on women's game. And that she just hopes that football will come back. She already knows it'll come back and she's just looking forward to getting back out on the pitch. And I mean, we talked about it before, the fact that the women's leagues all got canceled except for Germany. And the men's didn't. And they drew, they did like everything they could to get the men's back. Not the women. Yeah, it's really not fair. It's blatant sexism. I mean, obviously, there's a factor of financial and safety, but like, come on. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the topic because it makes me mad. I'm already upset about other things going on in the world right now. So let's look at France. The official statement from the French Football Federation was that the champion is, of course, Lyon. I was hoping that maybe this season, PSG or anyone else could challenge for the league title. But it got cut kind of short. Also, Lyon was already winning. And once again, they're the champion for like the whatever amount of time. In second place, PSG, who was also going into the Champions League. Marseille and Metz were relegated. And EC and Le, Le, Havre, Le Havre. I don't speak French, but those two were promoted to the first division, okay? If you know who they are, you know. If not, you can Google it. In Italy, there's a bit of rumors that it's going to get cancelled. I wouldn't be surprised, considering how everything else is going. The men's is coming back. On June 4th, it will be decided if it comes back or not. It's a bit complicated. Just they also aren't able to guarantee safety for everyone. And the expensive costs of tests and sanitations have kind of left them without any many choices. It's complicated. They just can't pay for all the health protocols and uh yeah they don't have that safety net of funds that the german league had as they got from Bayern munich british dortmund from the big clubs and that's why germany was able to come back also the whole country's in a better state overall but as things stand juventus was first with 44 points fiorentina was second with 35 roma in milan in third with 35 points and Roma in third in fourth with 34 points. So Juventus will be the winner, but Fiorentina and Milan are tied for 33 points. Fiorentina is in second because I believe goal difference. So I'm assuming they would go. Oh, in our mind. Does Italy have two teams in the Champions League? I sound so dumb right now. Uh, quarantine is making me lose my mind y'all let me just confirm for you right now if you you wait for women's champions league how many women's how many teams from italy are allowed because if it's two then fiorentina would make it in if not then it's just juventus i'm assuming it's two is it not two because, well, they are going to change the, the Champions League next season. They're going to have a group stage format. 
which I feel like is logical. I don't know why they didn't just have that before. But, oh, okay. There's two teams. Last year it was, or this season it was Juventus and Fiorentina. Next season it probably will be as well. So, sorry for my dumb moment. Yeah, next season. Next season is going to be weird overall, also with a new format in the Champions League, the Queen's Cup. Will also be at the beginning of the season in like a playoff format, kind of like the Spanish Super Cup, with like a semi and then the final. So we'll see. It'll be weird. So now let's look at the Frauen Bundesliga, the only league so far in Europe that has come back. Like I said, I don't want to get into that. It makes me angry, but. Before the league started on May 29th, Wolfsburg had become had started a uh, quarantine in their hotel the week before their match just so they could not get infected and be prepared. And it was match day 17, and this is how the games ended up. Wolfsburg beat Cologne 4-0. No surprise, they've been training a lot. And they were definitely more prepared than their opponent. Frankfurt beat Sand 3-1. Bayern Munich beat Hoffenheim 3-0 in a very close match. They actually didn't score three goals until like the last minutes of the game. Freiburg, Freiburg beat Potsdam 3-2. Leverkusen lost to Duisburg 2-0. And Essen plays Jena, USV Jena on... Wednesday. I also saw a an article by The Guardian, which the title is Germany rallied to save women's football. The FA should be embarrassed. I don't think just the FA, every other league. Obviously, it's complicated. And some people are saying that it is helpful for the women's because big teams wouldn't lose money and can save money now. And come back stronger, and it's a good point. But it just feels like there could have been at least a bigger effort to try. And maybe it happened behind the scenes, but it wasn't shown on the surface. And at least showing it on the surface is an important detail. But football is back, and that is the most important thing. Football is back today, next weekend, for the next few weekends. Very exciting. And the Champions League will be coming back end of August or end of September. So, very exciting things. Also, Italy could still come back. Hopefully it will. Don't mean to be pessimistic, but I don't think it will. But 2020 has really surprised me this year. Anything can happen, so you never know. Did I mention, by the way, that this episode was not recorded in my bathroom? Things are changing, folks. So, a lot of football news today. A lot is going on because I haven't recorded in two weeks. But at least we know that Germany is back. The Champions League will be back. And Wolfo FC is also back. So, thank you so much for listening to this also raw and unedited podcast, but not from my bathroom. Uh, If you want to talk about anything at all, get some news 
right now my Twitter feed is mainly about Black Lives Matter because the situation that is going on with George Floyd and the protests in the United States. If you're not informed about that, please get informed. It's an important subject because all people deserve to be treated equally. Police should not be killing people, especially innocent people, especially in such violent ways. People should be allowed to protest peacefully. Anyway, if you want to talk about talk about anything, mainly football, on Twitter, message me at Natalie Berezzi underscore and Instagram at WolfoFC. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Tune in next Monday for another new podcast. Hopefully, I hope I stay consistent. I've been a little bit all over the place. I have exams soon. So if I'm not here, sorry for not mentioning it on Twitter. If I'm not posting, don't worry, I'll be back. But hopefully I will. Thank you so much. Bye. I, I-